Welcome to another episode of The Shift. I am your host, Moya Hall. I am so grateful to have you with me another week as we pour into your podcast live this and every Wednesday, the importance of taking action. Before I go any further, I just want to say a big thank you to each of you who listened to the previous episodes, who is continuing to listen, to share this podcast, to leave your reviews. The love has been real and I appreciate it very, very much. This week, we will be diving into fear. And as you know, you know, fear is said to be the oldest and strongest emotion in mankind. And the oldest and strongest kind of fear is fear of the unknown, right? Fear can, you know, it has many definitions, but the one I like the most and I could resonate with is basically the fact of fear being false expectations appearing real. Because half the times the things that we're afraid of and when we finally gather the courage to take action and to go through with whatever it is, we realize that, you know, the fear we had was nothing. Like, it wasn't so bad, you know? And fear is an enabler because, you know, it enables us to stay within our comfort zone, within that safe space where we're familiar with all the things in that space. So we don't want to venture out. We don't want to go out because we don't know what is there in the unknown. unknown. We don't know what we're going to encounter. And because of that, we're like, mm, you know, I'm going to just stay here. I'm going to just do my thing here. You know, stick to the evil we know. <laughs> and whether that is a job, a relationship, a friendship, whatever it may be. But sticking to the evil we know is what caused us all this heartbreak and pain in the long run. Because if we're doing a job for 19 years, 10 years, 5 years, 3 years, and you know there's more out there for you. You can feel it within your bones. But because, okay, you don't have a plan, because, okay, you don't have another job, you're so terrified of leaning to your own skill and your creativity of, you know, diving into that, that you say, okay, now nah, I'm going to just thug it out here. And you end up miserable for the entire time. So what fear does, it paralyzes our mind and it allows us to overthink every detail, thinking that we're not good enough, thinking, you know, already deciding, I should say, that we're not good enough, that we don't deserve anything better. And that is ridiculous because if we block that fear out, if we just say, you know what, I'm going to go full force for everything I want, regardless of the outcome, I'm going to give it a hundred percent and I'm going to make it work. If we should attack everything head on, then we'd see how much we do not have to be afraid of. Because what happens is that we can either live our dreams or our fears because both of them cannot coexist, right? We all will have fears, yes, but we cannot allow our fears to live our lives for us. And some of the fears we face, you know, it's hereditary. It's passed down. It's not we of ourselves that develop this on our own because my mom is terrified of lizards. She's terrified of the ocean. And 
Going up, she's like, you can't hold on to water. You can't do this. And don't go past your ankle. Don't go past your knee. And if you know my mom, then you know how, <laughs> you know exactly how she is. And growing up, whenever I would go to the ocean or go to a pool, I would sit on the side of the pool and only go as far as my knee or waist in the ocean. And that was me taking a risk because that voice in my head kept replaying. You cannot hold on to water, you know? And when I see lizards or roaches or frogs, anything of that nature, my skin instantly crawls. I instantly start climbing walls. I little. <laughs> Let me share this story with you. So once I was in my apartment and my friend, I will not call her name, but Shamara. <laughs> she lived about at the time, maybe five minutes from my house or maybe 10. And there was this lizard in my bedroom it was going down to about six o'clock and in the afternoon in the evening and i decided okay i won't be able to sleep in this house any at all because i close my eyes and the lizard is going to be on top of me and just the thought of that lizard jumping on me that lizard just moving too fast i was having a panic attack and people th this is real you know, I jumped in my car and I drove to Shamara's house. I picked her up and she had to come to my house to kill this lizard. And she was laughing so bad. But this for me is a real thing. Like that fear, it paralyzed me. It, it, it's something else. But that is something I think, oh no, scratch that. I know I got from my mom because I can remember as a young child, Whenever she saw a lizard, she would tell us to run. She would tell us to come, you know, and she was so frantic. So that was passed down. Like, I'm okay. Like, how could I not be afraid after all of that? So, so some of those fears are really passed down. As far as the ocean, my mom doesn't do the ocean. She'll go to the beach and she sits on the sand where the waves come in and washes on her feet and washes up to her waist maybe, but that's it. She's not going, whenever she's standing in an ocean, it's not passing her knees. I'm telling you, and this is a fact. If you know my mom, then you know I am not lying, right? But the thing is, recently I had signed up for a swim class, a swimming class where I would learn how to swim. And because of this fear that was passed on from her, I have been fearful of the ocean. like. You wouldn't catch me in my younger stages doing any of the things that I do now, taking any of the risks. I remember once I went to the beach, you know, we went on the boat and I jumped from the roof of the boat into the ocean with a life jacket, of course. But what happened when she witnessed this, she was having a panic attack. <laughs> she was saying, I'm taking risks and oh, I'm going to drown and all these things. But I'm like, I realized you know, I want to break those fears. I'm not going to continue living in that fear of me not being able to do those things because I'm not talking about, excuse me, I'm not talking about the lizards and the insects just yet because that fear I think may be here to stay and I'm not even ashamed to say that because, because that I, I'm okay. I can live with those. You know, I, I can really live with those. I have people around me that are not afraid of the same things. That's why it's important to find out who you have around you. So, you know, 
I'm okay with that part. But as far as learning to swim and all of that, I am actively working on knowing how to do that. And even to d today, when I explained to her that, okay, you know, I'm going to try and learn how to swim. I'm going to get some swimming lessons. She's like, hmm, you're taking chances. But, you know, that is fine. She'll be okay. But the thing is, we can either live with our fears or we live out our dreams. But it can't be both. You know, we all have fears. We all have them and it's okay. As long as we don't allow them to take over our lives and control our lives. Because in order to move past our fears, we have to first find out what our fears are, right? We have to first identify those fears and then embrace them. Now, embracing the fears means that we take the action the necessary actions needed to get past them, the necessary actions needed to say, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to not allow this fear to cripple me? What can I do for this particular fear to get over it? And after we find out that, we move on. And it's simple because in the moving on stage, you realize, oh my God, was I really afraid of that? Like, what was I really afraid of? And you realize it is nothing. It's just the thoughts that we already made up in our mind. It's just the fact that we already said, okay, you know, I can't do this. I am not good enough for this. Oh, I won't be accepted. Oh, I can't leave. Oh, but will I find another job? Will I be happy after leaving this job? The things we fear only hold the amount of power that we feed it. So if we don't give it the power, because we have the power, ultimately, we have the power. We control the power. So if we do not feed our fears that power, give it that authority over our lives, then it ceases to exist. And as long as we realize that, okay, when the fear comes, what do we do? The number one killer for fear is action. We take action. And it doesn't have to be a big thing over and over. You know, it doesn't have to be anything like a huge step or whatever. We take small actions that eventually lead us outside of that fear on the other side where we can say, okay, wow, I did that. My friend recently started uh, her craft business and she has always been for the longest time I've known her so crafty and you know, she pays keen attention to deal t details but one thing that has held her back was her fear of the unknown, not knowing if people will support, not knowing if she'll be good enough, always critiquing herself to the most. You know, when I don't see a flaw in whatever she does or anyone else doesn't see a flaw, she's like, oh, but you don't see this? Oh, but you don't see that? No, this thing is really beautiful. And she had to start doing what she's doing now and providing that service to others and putting her products out there and people t constantly giving her that reassurance like okay she does something and they're like oh my god this is beautiful and something that she'd find a flaw in no one else saw that flaw because half the time it's the stuff we make up we already tell ourselves this is not good enough and that's where we always tend to be off balance because we first put ourselves down we first welcome and hug up on that fear, not wanting to let it go, not wanting to, to just branch out and be out there and be your best self. Instead, we overthink everything 
and we have that within us and it stays in the subconscious and that little voice inside our head keeps whispering to, to us, okay, you won't be able to achieve. You won't be accepted. You won't be able to do this. You're not good enough for this. You're not good enough to get there. They won't accept you. If you're going to the gym, okay, you're too big. Oh, they're going to be looking at you. They're going to be laughing at you. Oh, you don't know how to use the machine. But at the end of the day, you're taking that action. And by you continuously taking that action, you form in that discipline, everything will come together. And eventually you'll realize what you were fearing, the things that you were thinking, that you were constantly feeding yourself, is some bullshit. And it's really nothing to be afraid of. So my advice to you is to continuously show up. It's to continuously trying to figure out your triggers, your fears, what it is I am afraid of, right? How can I get past this fear? And it's not about you doing things one big leap, two giant steps. Just take your time and you take, go at your own pace. You take those baby steps. You do one thing today, one thing tomorrow, two things today, two things tomorrow until you get to that level where you're doing it con continuously without feeling the pressure, without, and not even to say without feeling the pressure, because once you're changing, there will be pressure, right? There will be pressure, but embrace that pressure, knowing that you're making a difference, you're making a change for the better. You're killing something so that something can be born. You're killing the fear so your confidence can grow. You're killing the fear so you're now able to form discipline and to embrace new actions. And in doing so, we start by reading more. We start by feeding ourselves some positives, which can be in the form of reading more. It can be you start speaking because life and death lies within the power of the tongue. What you tell yourself is what you believe. So if you're already telling yourself you're not worth it, then this is how people will also perceive you. They'll also treat you this way. What you put out there is what you'll get back. So when you start speaking those positives into, my, into your life, I can do this. I'm an overcomer. I will achieve this. I will get this done. I will be promoted. I am worthy of having this. I am worthy of receiving all of this. You first have to believe it. You have to continuously tell yourself this. You have to read, you know, take positive actions, get to moving more. And then, you know, because everything starts within the mind. And if in the mind, you're already telling yourself all these negative things, then that is what will play out into the physical. So it is not as hard as we think, but we first have to realize what it is that we fear and then start doing, you know, these positive actions, start saying and speaking positivity over our lives and speaking positively to ourselves, you know, giving ourselves some grace and knowing and realizing what we're worth and realizing the craft and the power that we have within ourselves and that we can do anything. We really can do anything once we put our mind to it. So that is all for today. And before we go, Today, I think yesterday, was International Women's Day. So I want to say a happy Women's Day to all the women out there. And I think this month is dedicated to us. And I just want you to know that you are appreciated. You are more than your bodies. And you are needed 
within society, no matter how much sometimes you may feel unappreciated, sometimes you may feel hurt by the ones we are surrounded by who is, you know, set out to protect us. But regardless of what may have happened, regardless of, you know, all whatever trauma or anything that you've had to go through, I want you to know that you are worthy. I want you to know that you are worth it. I want you to know that you should not give up. I want you to keep fighting because there's a warrior in you. And I want you to remember that regardless of what you've had to face, never let that rage keep you in a cage, right? Because outside of everything and anything, we first have to realize that we control what we answer to. We control every situation based on our responses and we control everything based on how we partake in it. So I want to give a shout out to all women out there, especially my mom. And I want you to know that you are appreciated more than you know. I want you to know that you have been a super woman in my life. You've constantly showed me, you know, by your hard work ethic, that you let nothing stop you from achieving the things that you want. I want you to know that you are appreciated and you are loved. Ladies, have an amazing month and ensure you incorporate some self-care. And men, please don't feel left out because we thank you for being, you know, the providers, the protectors. We thank you for showing up and taking care, you know, handling your business. So do not feel left out. We appreciate you just the same. And that's it for today. Until next time, champions, love, light, and positive vibes always.